P A P E R R A D I O Hello, Ben Rockwell here, and today on The Art of Art, we're continuing our feature on hypotheticalism, a new movement that challenges us to ask just what makes a work of visual art either art or even a work of, well, anything. In the second half of the show, we'll be talking to Tasmanian artist Damien Lee about his untended meadow. I chose a meadow, the meadow, because it's quite alien to Australia, to our landscape. It's an imported idea, but there's a kind of European imagery that allows it to persist, um, to, to fester in the mind, as it were, like a reverse diaspora. But first, we're stopping by Sydney's Coastal Walk for an event as well known for its abstract works as for its playful ones, such as a giant fibreglass egg on Bondi Beach. I'm talking, of course, about Sculpture by the Sea, the spectacle that draws nearly half a million artgoers each year to sample a selection of contemporary sculpture. This year, the organisers went a step further to include a particularly controversial piece, not least because it escaped almost everyone's attention. Uh, What are we looking at? Yeah, no, I don't know about it. The working question is the role of sight in the age of its metaphysical reproducibility by Anna Barclay. The role of sight is about challenging material sensibilities and our obsession, our addiction to tangible forms. So this is a conceptual work? Oh yeah, without the concept there'd be nothing. After 15 years making some of the most recognisable public sculptures in the country, Barclay's current work has made her a leading exponent of hypotheticalism. One of the questions I was trying to ask with the role of sight really is, why are rectangles so prevalent? Canvases, pages, TV screens, photos. How did this shape become a central organising principle? Rectangles don't occur in nature. You know, they're man-made. Right. And they're modern, too. Look at the Incas. Ancient Egypt, Aboriginal culture. No rectangles, not that I've seen. We talk about the importance of the wheel, but think about life without rectangles. Hmm. By excluding the form, I'm trying to draw attention to its artificiality. All my works use rectangles, in one way or another. Greyness is just a 10-kilometre rectangle. You know, people just don't see it as one because it's so long, really. You're referring, of course, to the sound barrier along the M4? Which people think is just a sound barrier. I like that. But in terms of scale, of exposure, it's easily the work of mine that is most visible. It's most well-known. Which is something else I wanted to challenge myself with. Visibility. So what do you mean, then, by an absent rectangle? I mean exactly that. In your typical exhibition, you have walls, floors, taking the shape of a rectangle. You might hang some works, again rectangular, put some plinths, whatever. What I was aiming for with the role of sight was to get rid of all that, all that institutional baggage. And what were you left with? Originally, a lot. Other shapes, obviously, in different dimensions and whatnot. But I mean, vision isn't rectangular, it's a cone. So shouldn't we be creating works specifically for vision, for our field of vision? I did a lot of research, a lot of prep, mapping out how it was going to work in the space exactly. In the end, though, I, I just didn't want to force it down people's throats. We fought over the plaque. I just wanted the space, unadulterated. 
Lots of people asked if they'd been removed, you know. <laughs> they couldn't get their heads around a pure conceptual work. With the role of sight, it wasn't a physical thing. It was the absence of the physical, the metaphysical, which some people struggle with. Which in practice? Which in practice meant leaving the space blank. Most of the works in Sculpture by the Sea jump out at you. They tend to be of a certain scale, larger than life. Barclay's piece was the antithesis of that. I'm still not sure what we're looking at. This work was really difficult for me, process-wise. Not making something. I mean, not producing something tangible that really chides with the idea of being an artist. What does it mean for an idea not to be an artwork? I wonder, how do you respond to the criticism of this piece? In the Sydney Morning Herald, John MacDonald called the role of sight the work that wasn't there. Well, we all know that John doesn't like sculpture by the sea. And on the whole, I don't get where he's coming from. Works like mine, people feel they can't locate meaning. They can't just put it in their pocket. But I like that, because it still affects them, you know? Even if they don't know it's there? Art doesn't need to always be a spectacle all the time, you know? It, it doesn't need to be for everyone to always be signalling how you interact with it. I guess, ultimately, I felt people would get more out of it if I didn't make it. If a family from the suburbs doesn't get anything out of it, does it really matter? You're on The Art of Art, and you've been listening to Anna Barclay discuss her conceptual sculpture, The Role of Sight in the Age of Its Metaphysical Reproducibility, recently seen, if that's the right word, at Sculpture by the Sea. Stay with us after the break, when we'll be talking to Damien Lee about his untended meadow. What I want to find out, essentially, is whether an Australian can tell if a meadow has been tended. And what is the expectation when you tell them it isn't? What possibilities does that open up? And lastly, listeners everywhere can head to our website to see video footage of the role of sight at the 2013 Sculpture by the Sea. I'm Ben Rockwell, and you're listening to The Art of Art. Hey, this is Paper Radio, coming to you from an untended meadow. The Art of Art came from the pen of Sydney writer Aidan Rolfe and the production hammer of Jesse Burrell. It was engineered by Miyuki Yoki Ranta, with sound design and composition by Nick Van Kylenberg and the voices of Micah Demet, Claire Redenbach and Waleed Ali. It also features illustration by Brian Duong. The Art of Art was a co-commission of Paper Radio and Radio National's Creative Audio Unit, with support from the Ian Reid Foundation and Arts Victoria. If you like it, or if you like anything that we do, check out paperradio.net to hear all of our stories. And maybe tell some other humans?